0: It's time for a brand new delivering marketing joy. This time I talk with Bill Petrie about a rebrand and the challenges of working remote. What's up? Another edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. I'm your host Kirby Hossiman, and with me today is a repeat guest, a welcome face, a good friend. He's the president of Promo Corner. It's Bill Petrie,
1: Mr. Bill. Thanks so much for joining me. Kirby is always blast to uh, hang out with you. So happy to be here. Absolutely, right. Thank you so much. So I wanted to kind of reconvene with you, as
0: we've said, you've been on the show a few times, but you know, I was thinking about as the sort of the first of the year rears its head. You've been now with Promo Corner for about nine months. Mm-hmm. Um, so in taking over that organization as president, what have been some of your biggest challenges and biggest successes? I'm super curious about that.
1: You know, it's funny cause I think this is my fifth time on delivering marketing joy. I know I did a conjunction one with, um, Dana Zezzo, and it's almost been like a journey of the last three years of my career in the promo mm-hmm. industry. So it's, it's been fun to watch and also growth of my beard. Cause I think the first time I was, I was without facial hair. Okay. So <laughs> So you asked, um, I think, what, um, since I've taken over Promo Corner, what's been the biggest challenge and the business biggest success? So I'll answer that in reverse if that's okay. Sure. Actually, I didn't want to answer it the way I want to anyway. <laughs> we know each other well enough. Yeah, to, for sure. I'm going to ask, yeah. yeah. So I think the biggest success is the easy one. It was the rebranding. Um, it was something that Promo Corner did I wouldn't say desperately needed, but pretty close to it. It it was a respected organization, but the branding had grown old. It, It looked old. It felt old. It hadn't been redesigned and even probably looked at since its inception in 1999, and and if you smelled real carefully, you could (laughs) smell 1999 on that old logo. And it was a great logo, and it served it well, but we needed uh, a brand, a logo, and a direction that would take us to the next 20 years, Mm -hmm. um, while paying some homage to the previous 20 years. So Coming together as a team, having a group of people who cared and gave input to what ended up becoming the the new overall brand and direction we're going, I think, was the greatest success. It was a, a real lesson in people coming together. I think the biggest challenge I faced is running or am facing and I'm currently facing it. Mm -hmm. It's running an organization or leading. I prefer to to say uh, leading an organization where I have employees scattered across the country. Mm -hmm. I'm very used to having an office of people. And if I have a quick thing, I can just run down the hall and pop into somebody's office and say, hey, what do you think about this? Or if I'm making a decision about something, if I want some feedback to go show someone something and say, hey, I'd love your thoughts on that. That's been a struggle for me. I've always prided myself on being an above average, if not excellent communicator. And it's been a lesson to myself that I've got a lot of work to do. There are little things I miss weekly that I know if we were in an office, I wouldn't miss, but that's just not the reality. And so it's made me really rethink how I'm communicating to people, the amount I'm communicating to people, the vehicles I'm using to communicate with people, Mm -hmm. because there's decisions that are made that really don't necessarily impact parts of the organization. But when people don't know that and they're remote, they feel like they're very left out and rightfully so. It's not intentional, but it's a real feeling that people, have and so that's been the biggest challenge is really having solid communication um, I seem to still have occasional hiccups and that bothers me greatly so it's something I'm continually working on
0: now it's a really good point because I you know at the you know I've got both right because I have an office yep. here and the internal team are inside um, but then you know sales team it certainly are the remote right. piece uh, great book by Jason Freed called remote uh, mm-hmm. it might be I don't know if you've read that but uh, that's one that I, I, I think I, I need to it. revisit
1: <laughs> I have it but I haven't read it yet yeah,
0: fair fair okay cool so moving on as we said you know first of the year right now Vegas is just around the corner so promo corner is gonna have a booth there like thousands of others so yep. what's your strategy to stand out in that very crowded marketplace
1: well, and that's the key, right? I mean, there's a, a thousand, three or four thousand booths there. I don't know how many service providers, which Promo Corner is to the industry. I don't know how many service providers have a booth there. And the challenge we face is our audiences uh, split not equally between suppliers and distributors. Right. So, how, it's a distributor driven show. What can we do to offer value to distributors where they'd want to stop by? see what we're doing, the direction we're going, because the direction we're going or what Promo Corner has been traditionally is an email service provider and a damn good one. And I think that's something to be proud of. And that's something we're going to continue to do as we look to the future and what we're trying to build. We want to be a digital marketing and media company for the industry. So the idea that we had in in our group was to essentially give something away as you and I are both uh, disciples of one Gary Vaynerchuk, we you give, it's a give first economy. And one of the things that looking at our industry, you can tell, you know, it's an industry where we drag people into the the, the future kicking and screaming sometimes. Yeah. And I know you agree with this, Well this is a video show that the future is in video, mm. a lot of it, especially when it comes to marketing. And so what we're actually doing is we are providing for free, Uh, two distributors who sign up, and there's been some communications about that through our email services and other vehicles. But um, we're going to shoot 30-second commercials for distributors at the show. We're going to have a green screen there. We're going to ask them to provide their logo so we can put their logo in post-production. We are providing one of three separate scripts so that they can use the script that really helps tell their story to their target audience about the value of promotional products, why promotional products work, and some of the uses of promotional products. So really what what works for them. And we're doing that live in the booth. And I'm real excited about that. And and I think the buzz we've generated so far is, is pretty encouraging. It's a very limited amount we're giving away. I think it's 20 Mm-hmm. and i'm excited about that. So uh, and then when we're not shooting video, Kirby, you and i are going to be recording some unscripted yeah. podcasts right there in the booth, uh live if people want to stop by and uploading them to Promo Corner within and within an hour after they're produced. So really i want people to start thinking about Promo Corner, especially distributors as a media company.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, and I think that you know this is a huge event uh, around which many of us base our business, and so by doing you know something that's um, media centric around it makes a ton of sense. So I'm excited about it for you.
1: Hopefully, uh, it's great. It could yeah. be a disaster, but either way, you're going to
0: remember it. Totally, totally. So, uh, speaking of Vegas, mm. you are going to be teaching. Uh, speaking at Vegas, uh, on Monday, I believe, Education Day. So y- you're a, a a veteran speaker of our industry. You always do a great job. So what's your topic this year, and why should people come and see you on Monday at 1.30, I believe it is?
1: Um, I'll answer the second part of your question first because apparently I like to reverse the way I answer your questions. <laughs> you do what so, you want, Bill. <laughs> I, 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 hey, it's your show, but I just took over. Um, so the topic for at Education Day and it's at 130 Pacific Standard Time. Uh <laughs> I don't know what the room number is, breakers, or something or other, I'm sure. Yeah. It's about reducing the friction in the sales process. So when we all you know, we are an industry of small businesses. And as those small businesses have grown, they have certain processes and procedures, and they inadvertently add friction to the process. And if you look at our target audience, whether it's in our industry or out of our industry, people are craving a a, uh, transaction that's as frictionless as possible, that's as easy as possible. The easy one is Amazon, right? Almost everybody I know is a member of Amazon Prime. And so that has triggered the dopamine part of our brain to think if I don't get something in two days, there's a serious problem in this process. Or if I can't return something for free, there's a serious problem in the process. So what Amazon has done is eliminated just about as much friction from the sales process and the return process as possible from a retail perspective. When I look at our industry, And the way most distributors conduct their sales transactions and suppliers, too, there's a lot of friction inherent in the process. And so what I'm talking about there is if you really want to create client loyalty in 2018, you need to create a transaction that's as frictionless as possible. And so in my class, I'm going to talk about some ways that people can take away immediately and reduce that friction in the goal of creating long term loyalty. So. Um, I'm not going to say mine's the best class at 1:30. I, I know, for example, your your class is at 1:30, and and you know, please feel free to plug yours too. There's, the, I think, the bottom line is if you're going to PPAI Expo. You're doing yourself a tremendous disservice if you don't look at the education that's offered and not just Monday. Mm. There's education Tuesday, Wednesday, even Thursday morning. There's great classes by tremendous speakers and thought leaders in our industry and it's worth your time. It's worth worth your investment of time in yourself. Mm. So pick one that works for you. If you think mine's terrible, fine, don't come. Won't hurt my feelings cuz you probably won't tell me it sucks. <laughs> Find one you like and go. So I don't remember the first part of your question. Nope. that's so, exact, oh, why yeah. should people come see me? That's up to them. People right. should come see me. That's completely 100 percent up to them if they want to come see me or not. I, I, you know, I'd love to see 250 people there, but if 10 people show up, that's great. Doesn't matter to me.
0: Well, uh, I, I think you kind of uh, talked about it a little bit. Is that you know why should they come and see anybody? It is about investing in yourself, and so I think that's a great message uh, for all of us to hear, quite frankly. So, thank you, man. You've answered my three questions. I give everybody a chance to ask me one question. Do you have one for me?
1: Kirby, as it turns out, I do have a question for you, and you you know what's interesting is because we're we're good friends and we do a weekly podcast, it was very difficult for me to come up with a question to ask (laughs) you that wasn't flippant or stupid or redundant. So. I hope I've come up with one. So Kirby, knowing you and and I think people who know you from a distance, you talk very often about living your life intentionally. That's Mm -hmm. important to you. Yeah. And what you've accomplished in business is very intentional. And I look at what it is, and it's amazing. You own two very successful businesses in your marketing uh, company and in your brewery. You um, have created, I don't know how many jobs you've created in in the area of Coshocton. That's amazing. You have several buildings that you own in downtown Coshocton. You volunteer all the time, both in the industry and out of the industry. You're a relentless person. And from the outside looking in, I look at you must be a pillar in your community. And I'm not joking. I mean, you live in a very small town, an um, hour and a half from the next largest city, which would be Columbus. I mean, you're a good 90 minutes from Columbus. Sure. So you, you've done quite a bit. And I'm sure you don't – you're not one to stop and smell the roses. I know you well enough to know that. But when your time is gone, when you hopefully many years from now pass away – what do you want your legacy to be in Keshockton?
0: Wow. Uh, so yeah, not flippant, <laughs> not uh, no pretty, not pretty as, deep, actually yeah, for pretty me. pretty deep. Uh, so thank you. Uh, honestly, that was I'm almost blushing. So thank you. I appreciate all the kind words. Um, so I would say that um, you know I pride myself on being an entrepreneur, and I think that one of the things that I talk about in our community, and I think in Any small community, but entrepreneurs have a real and true um, not only obligation, but um, they have the ability to make a difference in their community. And I think um, that if I want a legacy, I think that my legacy starts with my girls, um, Skylar and Jade.
1: Um, I didn't mean to make you get choked up, man. Yeah.
0: Um, But I would say... If I can instill in them that entrepreneurial spirit, that would be awesome. And then kindness, right? I would say that that's super important to me. And it's super super important to um, what I believe has the ability to change uh, my community and the community at large. So is that fair? Well,
1: from a distance, I think you've accomplished all of those things wow. and you continue to um you're the only person I know who's ever lit the Christmas tree in the community, so that's <laughs> impressive. Um, but I'm going to add one. Okay. I think you are someone who gives relentlessly. You always look for a way to give either a part of yourself, whether it's your mind, your your spirit, your help, whatever it is, you continually look for a way to give. And I think that's something we should all remember is very important to do, and it's one thing to say it. It's another thing to live it. So on behalf of all the people you've given to, and I'm one of them, thank you.
0: Wow. So that took a turn. Uh, thank you. It's super kind of you to say, and I uh, appreciate it. And uh, yeah, it's a good time of year to do this, right? Um, so, it is. So thanks, man. I appreciate you being a guest. Be and uh, we'll have to do it again, all right?
1: Uh, round six. I, I <laughs> at number six in about three, or four months. Sounds good, bro. Hey,
0: that wraps up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time.